Good morning, good afternoon and good evening to you all. After a short hiatus, we're back with the rebooted Paranormal Radio podcast in 2020. So what has changed? Well, we aren't Paranormal Radio podcast anymore. We're now Unexplained Online. This is the new name for the podcast. And as it goes out, everything should have updated within your podcast apps and across our social media platforms. So sit tight. And I'll explain. Yes, so taking a short break from podcasting. Uh, Real life had to take priority for a period of time during the last part of 2019. Uh, During this time, I've actually visited the USA, New York, which was amazing. Uh, And I've also started a new job. So unfortunately, at the time, I just couldn't commit to production, you know, like research and recording and everything in between. But we're back on an even keel moving forward. So that said, in launching what I'll call season two, of the podcast, I'll be releasing episodes every two weeks to allow ample time to put them out to you guys. So the new name, Unexplained Online, is a better fit for the topics that we cover. I think it also sounds better and encompasses our overall sort of brand, and I say brand in quotation marks. What I mean by that is the podcast is just one element of the overall Unexplained Online experience. So the website's in development, but there'll be lots of articles spun off from the topics we talk about on the show, and it'll eventually be the central sort of hub for the Unexplained Online universe. I'll also be increasing Unexplained's off-air presence on Instagram alongside Twitter. So if you haven't already, please subscribe by searching for Unexplained Online on either, either one, or click the links in the description for each episode. We're really looking to grow the show throughout 2020, and I can only do that with your, with our listeners' help. So please share, like, and comment on all our social posts as much as you can, and uh, thank you for that in advance. Right then, so what's the lineup for today's show? First up, it's a roundup of this week's Unexplained News, and then we'll dive headfirst into this week's topic. Uh, I just want to say a new super cool feature Uh, For us is our new segment, and it's going to be available on Alexa uh, devices uh, across the globe. So what does that mean for us? Well, if you have an Amazon device, say an Echo Dot or one of the other devices in the Amazon range, you can sign up with what they call a flash briefing, and that'll be from us. So once you're signed up, uh, up to say, Alexa, give me my flash briefing, and you'll get our unexplained online news bulletin how cool is that Uh, now it's exactly the same as the new segment that we'll have in the full podcast episode but it's aimed at those who want a quick roundup without listening to the full show and hopefully those subscribing to the flash briefing on amazon will then go on to subscribe to the full podcast but we shall see Uh, to sign up for the news briefing search for unexplained online news in the alexa app or ask alexa to sign you up So I'm excited for Unexplained this year, and with your help, we can grow the show into hopefully one of the best paranormal shows out there. The competition is damn good, but we can do it. So okay, 
This week's news from Unexplained Online. In this week's paranormal news, TV personality and self-styled psychic medium Derek Okora has died aged 69. Reports suggest Mr. Okora passed following a short illness following a bout of pneumonia. Whether believed or not, Derek Okora was a huge influence in the genre, helping push shows such as Most Haunted into the mainstream. Former co-star Phil Wyman is reported to have said following his passing, it would be nice if he'd get in touch. A crying ghost alleged to be La Llorona of Colombia has been recorded on footage posted to YouTube. The 50-second footage appears to capture the form of a woman atop a tree in the town of Manitos before going viral just after Christmas. La Llorona, or the Weeping Woman, is allegedly the wandering spirit of a woman denied access to heaven due to her misdeeds during her lifetime. And finally, Democratic presidential candidate Amy Klobuchar has addressed the UFO phenomenon. Adding to the eventual hope for full disclosure, she offered, Some of this stuff is very old. Can't we just see if we can let some of it out so the public, journalists, can get to the bottom of the truth? Whilst not specifically talking about any particular evidence, you can make the presumption she means information the government may be holding back about historic cases such as Roswell. Amy is the third Democratic candidate to talk about the UFO subject following Andrew Young and Bernie Sanders. Images and links to this week's paranormal news can be found on our Instagram page at ParanormalFM. If you want to subscribe to the full podcast, search for Paranormal Radio Podcasts wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. Now I'm going to take you back to 1977. It's late November. The five o'clock news has just started on Southern television. It's the 26th of November and Southern TV's Andrew Gardner was presenting the early evening news. Now at about 10 past five, the TV picture wobbled slightly and then it followed by a sort of buzzing sound. And then the audio was replaced by a distorted voice delivering a message which lasted approximately six minutes. That's a long time to interrupt a a broadcast going out onto television. Now, the individual in the new sound that was getting broadcast identified themselves as Vrilon, a representative of the Ashtar Galactic Command. The interruption ceased shortly after the statement had been delivered um, transmissions returned to normal shortly before the end of a Looney Tunes cartoon which followed the news later in the evening Southern Television apologised for what it described as a breakthrough in sound for some viewers the big ITN News Corp also reported on the incident in its own late evening Saturday bulletin take a listen as the clip that I'm about to play describes exactly um, what happened as it happened at the time. The 
Rhodesian nationalist leader Bishop Abel Muzarewa has accepted Mr. Smith's offer to negotiate an internal settlement based on one man, one vote. But, he says, there are conditions. These include stopping the execution of all captured prisoners of war, allowing the vote to take in negotiation, being arrested. In Australia, Mr. Perry Packer's cricketers are still pleased with yesterday's high court decision. This is the voice of Kumar, representative of the Ashtar Galactic Command, speaking to you. Now that clip goes on for six or so minutes. I've stopped the clip pretty early on, but you get the idea. And I'll post a transcript of the full broadcast on our website very soon. Now, I'm not naive. Uh, unexplained and paranormal things interest me a lot. Obviously, that's why I have this podcast. But the likelihood of this being legit is slim to none, as I'm sure you'd agree. But what fascinates me about this week's topic of interrupted broadcasts is the pitch, is picture the scene. You're watching the news at tea time or early evening for our international listeners. Your children are likely there too, maybe eating their dinner, waiting for the news to finish and the cartoons to start afterwards. And then you experience that clip. And just to reiterate, that clip is a recording of the actual broadcast. It's not a mock-up or anything like that. It's the actual footage. I'd probably be having a, a, a War of the Worlds moment, especially with it going on for six minutes, if I was there watching it at the time, live. Now, followers of the paranormal will be familiar with the publication called The 14 Times. And this incident made it into the winter edition of the same year, 1977. They reported it as follows with more of the transcribed message. A deep voice accompanied by an eerie booming sound likened to a hollow drumming, drowned out the newscaster's voice and delivered a short message. This is the voice of Asteron. I'm an authorised representative of the intergalactic mission and have a message for planet Earth. We're beginning to enter the period of Aquarius and there are many corrections which have to be made by Earth people. All your weapons of evil must be destroyed. You have only a short time to live, to learn to live together in peace. You must live in peace or leave the galaxy. Now, somehow the originators of the message had jammed the sound signals from Southern TV's transmitter, which was based at Hannington in the county of Wiltshire. So viewers from Newbury, Redden, Winchester, Andover, all heard the weird voice superimposed over the ITN news bulletin. Caused sufficient panic for Southern TV to put half hourly announcements after the event, insisting that it had been a hoax and that the planet was not being invaded. Whoever did the deed knew their stuff, for whatever was behind the voice needed sophisticated equipment or techniques to break into and dominate the TV transmission. One perceptive letter sent into the Times pointed out that. If it was the first time this has ever happened in Britain, which it was, then how could they be sure that it was a hoax? The Sunday Times did claim to have tracked down a, a group of students who invented a new type of transmitter in the region of £100, 
which could hitch a ride on conventional transmissions. But again, how can they be sure that it isn't a bandwagon hoax? Since then, there have been many interrupted broadcasts, some by governments, some by hackers, some by pranksters. What makes the sudden TV incident stand out, certainly for me, is that no one has either owned up to it, nor has anyone been held responsible. You'd think that you would want some kind of recognition after putting so much effort in. Similar to one of my favourite legends, the John Titus story, which I talked about in a previous episode. Now, arguably, one of the most discussed examples of interrupted broadcast is the so-called Max Headroom broadcast of November 1987, where an unknown prankster, whose identity remains a mystery still to this day, disguised as 80s pop culture figure Max Headroom, hijacked the signals of WGN-TV and WTTW in Chicago, during which they transmitted two rather bizarre amateur performances to baffled TV viewers. Fortunately, someone was recording WTTW at the time, and the video is available on YouTube. Just search for the Max Headroom incident, or I'll post a link on our website. While there are more examples like this one, not all of them are obsessed over to the same degree, and a few of these lesser-known cases are far more disturbing. One of these is known as the Wyoming incident, or the Wyoming hijacking, which is alleged to have originated in 2008 from a small ABC affiliate serving a few rural communities across eastern Wyoming. Now, a video recording of one such transmission, which has since made the rounds on social media, captured one of these several successful attempts to hijack the station's signal at the middle of an evening newscast. Now, a roughly five-minute clip broke into the program with bizarre, cryptic and disturbing video sequences depicting crudely animated human heads and faces bearing an assortment of eerie expressions. Now, these unsettling images were interspersed with what looks like a test pattern of some sort, flashing the words special presentation and then a static text with phrases like, you are ill, we just want to fix you and you will see such pretty things. Now, according to most accounts, the video's notoriety is not due to its strange images and drone and audio, but for the unexplained and often harmful effects it had on residents who watched the live transmission. Some of those viewers reported experiencing physical reactions, including severe headaches and nausea, as well as mental symptoms such as intense hallucinations and temporary loss of memory. While some locals believed the broadcast was a result of some paranormal influence. It's also been analysed by scientists who theorise the symptoms are the result of specific audio frequency embedded within the signal. Now, the broadcast contained a subsonic tone below the range of human hearing, roughly 17 to 19 hertz. Now, according to experts, this tone can potentially trigger audiovisual hallucinations as well as physical discomfort such as headaches, vertigo, nausea, and changes in skin temperature. Now, after long-term exposure to these frequencies, the hallucinations may sort of grow in intensity. Some scientists have theorized that the mental and physical reactions may lead to people to believe they are seeing ghosts or other unexplained phenomena. So you know what's coming. Yes, I'm going to 
play an excerpt of it, and I'll do that at the end of the episode, so you can choose to listen if you're brave, or not if you want. Given the alleged side effects of the footage, probably best not to listen if you're driving. Now, before the clip, I'll sign off with a quick reminder of where you can keep up to date with Unexplained Online. You can search for us on Instagram, Twitter, and of course, the soon-to-be-launched website, which will be www.unexplained.online. I'll link to all of these in the episode descriptions too. If you want to give the news briefing a go, find Unexplained Online News in the Alexa app or ask Alexa to sign you up. Please keep in touch. Uh, let me know any feedback that you have in your reviews, especially about the new name and stuff. Uh, I'd love to read your reviews, whether they are good or bad. That's it from me, Stu Sydenham, on this episode of Unexplained Online. Stick around for the clip of the Wyoming incident. Take care and see you in the next episode. Wyoming today, making him the first to visit in preparation for the 2008 general election. Republican President Jackson...
Mitt Romney also plans on visiting Cooper in Cheyenne on his presidential tour.